Holy guacamole, dude. How you been? We're back at it. Back at it. What's the coffee back from? Where's it. the coffee Bay from? Bay Coffee, dude. My spot. The spot. The guy I always tell you about, dude. Your buddy. Yeah, my buddy. Would you like... It's I go there weird. like almost you, every day. It's always weird to like when you do have a a person in your life that you like you see every day and you develop a relationship and you're talking. It's like, so do we do we follow each other on Instagram at this point? Yeah, like, like like do I get your number or something? Yeah, I invited him to my the show I'm doing on Tuesday. Nice. And because uh, they always t- you know people are always like, tell me when you're doing a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like so obvious that they were like, ah. And I was immediately yeah. like, you don't have to. No, I know. Every time I do, you it. just always say, I want to know. That's know, like something so you learn eventually is like no one actually wants to come they're always like oh let me know when you have a show and it's like they never they never want to know it's the only the only benefit of running a show is so that you could just say well no obligation i run a monthly show second thursday please don't come to this one yeah yeah you can just be like come whenever come whenever you can yeah and uh but no because people are such it is funny when someone starts in arts or starts in comedy that they don't know that like people will just their friends will disappoint them. Yeah, like a hundred. And they're like just a hundred. Yeah, they're counting on every friend, destroyed. every person. I know, I know. <laughs> and it takes like two or three shows, but. Uh oh. Yeah, it takes them a little bit to learn because usually people will show up to like the first one. You if you like one. make a big deal about it, that's why you'll sometimes see that yeah, yeah. at like someone's first show. Yeah, that will be show like bump. all his art school friends showing yeah, up, and then they just crush it throughout the whole. And they just crush they it. Leverage that one show. Yeah. No, I know. There's a few people, and it's good for them. And then, and then, what? Well, but thing. then it's like Everyone after that, they very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what happens. They yeah. blow their. They blow their come see my show Great. all on one show. I feel like by the time I started stand up, I had failed in enough creative pursuits and seen my friends fail in others that I knew to wait mm-hmm. a bit. And I it wasn't until like my first second city show that I tried to get friends out. And to this day, you know, m- over half of the friends I have are the friends who are like, "Oh, I love to come out. I can't wait. You know, let me let me know." Mm-hmm. And I and I'm. And then have never once come. Yeah, I don't care. I I I, I get it by now. I don't take it personally at all. But what I do say now is like, oh, well, now you're going to be a friend that I blast with every invite. But it's like, but I don't ever follow up and blast anyone. I I also only invite people I've decided recently to shows where I think I'm going to be like the worst comic. Yeah, because you need it to be a good show. Well, no, 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 because I know it's gonna be good. Yeah, exactly. Because no, I'll need, be yeah, like, you don't want people. To I don't see want them coming to like a show. shitty show. And that's what I feel about my Southside show. Is like, I'll be it, like, when I'm the worst. Like, I don't. Comedy. It's like it'll be. I mean, the thing is, like, I genuinely think like any show you come to, that's either of us, you're gonna be really entertained. Like, and you're gonna be surprised. Like, no, I, I stand behind that. Like, because <laughs> we do also we do do shows in these horrible venues, and I am like, if I was seeing myself, yeah, fucking just like do what i'm doing at these shady ass bars yeah tucked away under interstates you know i would be blown like who the fuck how the fuck did this guy end up here it's similar to what you do with the blues when people are like how the fuck did this yeah you know you know you you drum for this old you know old blues guy who just rocks it out and they're like how the fuck did they did you guys end up in no name town alberta yeah there's an element of that i do dude the other day though Talking comedy, the coolest, yeah. the coolest talk. But I did a, 
I do love just eating bags of shit sometimes. I did a I did this joke that you know, and it's a cliche to talk about, but like the idea of like it does always humble you to have a joke that you're just like, Oh, this mm. kills, this kills and and so like I'll go up and start with new material and I'll just start eating it and I'll be like Or yeah. or just eating it for whatever reason and I'll try and use like one of my parachutes. Yeah. And then it that just eats oh, and you're just like, Oh no. It's like no, yeah, it's when, like it, in when a, a guaranteed joke fails and you're like, Oh, I've already lost. Yeah, it. it's like in a uh an anime. <laughs> Ooh, dude. So I'll, and when when he's like, I've been defeated it's like <laughs> the villain right before and I'm the bad guy. That's why what bombing is so hard is that you're the bad guy. You're the bad guy. Oh. They're all there for a good show. Yeah. You're the bad guy. No, it's... they're supposed to have fun. Comics are like people will always be like, "Fuck, the, this audience sucks." It's like, no, dude, your job was to make them have a good time, and you didn't do it. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's harder to make some people laugh than other people, but no, <laughs> that is the job. <laughs> no, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, if there's even a real audience of two, there's a potential of like something good to happen but it is funny when you just like are yeah, three minutes into like a 15 minute set and you're oh this audience doesn't like me <laughs> yeah, this audience won't like me this is gonna be a and yeah problem. and you can you maybe have like one or two that you can just there's just you know you gotta get it through there but yeah. uh but recently no i've been like trying to i've been just going up at open mics and uh, with no material and uh Oh, really? And that's such a hit. Well, because I, I I need new material because I have I I've gotten to a point where like yeah I think I'm crushing it on a ten minute showcase, but that's nothing. You could there's so thousands of people deluding themselves <laughs> that that is a career in stand up comedy <laughs> to get paid seven bucks, <laughs> even six times a week. Yeah, yeah. Let's say you get booked. All right, let's be out. Let's be nice. Twenty bucks a spot. Uh-huh. And you're doing five spots a week. I don't know how much money that is because I can't do the math. But <laughs> no, I think what <laughs> two hundred bucks, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. Wait, no, hundred bucks, hundred bucks. I'm so, oh my god, this is yeah, dude. Cut it. You're gonna have to cut this. I'm definitely cutting this. I can't show this. You can cut this whole thing, dude. Yeah. We don't need to talk about comedy, dude. I got real fucking things, man. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um. So I did. I tell you about the. Uh, the online book I've been reading, Worm. No. Oh, dude. But I'm into worms. This is not about worms. Oh. It's about a teenage girl who gets superpowers. Okay. What kind of powers? She gets the power to, like, control insects. So, basically, the way, like, the general rule of thumb, and this is what I wanted to talk about is powers. So, the powers in this are, like, you crazy. Wanna... Yes. Crazy, crazy. And I'm going to tell you some powers first. Can I tell you a power first that I've always thought of? What? The ability to change leaves on a tree. Just all types of leaves into Kool-Aid. Liquid Kool-Aid. But you could also change it into powdered Kool-Aid. So you have the ability to mix Kool-Aid or powdered Kool-Aid. Now that's a superpower. And any tree. So you say there's a big tree okay. with a ton of leaves. Okay, it's yeah, a yeah. ton of Kool-Aid. Maybe you're in a forest. You could fl- You could kill the forest and flood the people, the enemies, vanquish thy enemies with Kool-Aid by flooding them. And then the forest is also dead because the trees are yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just kill them. No, the trees and aren't you dead. you just salted the earth. With Kool-Aid. <laughs> with literal Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Literal like Kool-Aid. Salted sugar. Sugar crystals just fucking destroying the ground yeah. for hundreds of years. 
So that's yeah, the superpower. Conquering them like a Roman. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about that superpower for like twenty years. Uh, when did you come up with that? I actually would have been thir- when I was thirteen. So seventeen. I caddied. I used to have these like things i would think of like really philosophical i would i consider that's that philosophy to be by <laughs> the way because it's a I thing mean, when of, you're 13 that yeah, is philosophy the one dope thing i liked about uh x-men with the fir- like well i was x the first x-men movies were cool but when magneto like how just like he'd be like he'd really stretch the creativity of how to use metal to fuck with shit you know what i mean yeah yeah like an yeah. x-men 2 and that guy like serves him like like one pellet of metal and he just uses it to just fucking like kill the guy and like break open oh yeah yeah that's the dopest yeah and, and it's like, like all the metals uh, in your body i can control yeah, it's just yeah. like boom, boom. dude that scene is so sick and then he like makes the walkway out of the walk like steps of metal to walk yeah, across yeah no the exactly dude. so that's like that's where that's i what kind how can you stretch your power to the like the limit that's of your basically what is cool about yeah, this yeah. story and so, i think of that with the kool-aid and the leaves i've thought yeah. of that for like 15 years so there's a bunch how to do the kool-aid with the leaves oh like the different ways to kill people why yeah. are you fucking because you sound like a cricket mr insect <laughs> oh because of my legs dude yeah i'm sorry i should change no, we're on my mics. sweats we're on mics I should change into my sweats, dude. I literally thought about that because I have sweatpants in my car. Before I came up, I was going to grab my sweats because I remembered these pants are so fucking... Would be it's okay. I, I did cheer in the mic earlier that you weren't. I was like, is he is going to be sound like a cricket in these mics? <laughs> Could you hear it? I didn't hear it in the mics. The mics are pretty good. The mics do okay. the job well. Um, but yeah, that's but they hear our breathing too much, which is really sad because we both breathe like. <laughs> Can we, it hear our breathing <laughs> really easily? I mean, it's just what we got. <laughs> I was like, when I first started, I was like, all right, try not to breathe. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's not going to work. It's something we just got to deal with. Uh, it just is what it we're is. Boys. We're heavy breathers. <laughs> we probably both need sleep apnea machines. <laughs> uh, all right. So, anyways. This story, like that's one yeah. of the cool things, is essentially that's a yeah. Big I've part already thought I would make the insects into a woman that I could have sex with. Wait, listen. But here's like the trade-off within this book, mm-hmm. and this was the part I wanted to get to. Yeah. Is essentially like you you get powers, and it's reflective of how bad of an event happened. So there's things called like trigger events and it's you basically get powers from like a traumatic event Mm. and the more traumatic, the greater your powers and also the crazier and more like fucked up. You just wind up being from having crazy powers because there's a lot of like really weird side effects and you sometimes look like a monster. Sometimes your brain goes crazy. Like there's this one girl who calls herself the fairy queen. And she can, like, if a superhero dies, she can, like, collect their soul Ooh. and then use their powers. And she can use, like, three at once. But she, like, thinks of her – she literally thinks of herself as, like, the goddess of death. And, and she's, like, collecting souls of these spirits and all this stuff. And – but she's, like, one of the most powerful, obviously. Uh, I think it so is – So how – I think that's a great metaphor how people who have trauma are right? the most evil – hijacking people on earth corrupted evil i like how you took it that way it's like such an obvious thing for like you're strong if you face pain and you're just like you're a dick (laughs) letting us know about it but dude one of the craziest ones is there's this little girl called bonesaw oh yeah and she has a tinker power Mm -hmm. which is tinkers are like they can like build stuff Mm mm-hmm 
and hers is bio and she's part of a group called slaughterhouse nine and they're like a crazy villain group Mm -hmm. and she'll like cut people open and and basically the result of her superpower is that she's like really crazy do people seek out traumatic events to gain more power um they're like i'm gonna it won't work like it's also like something they figured out with powers is that if you do it on purpose, it doesn't work. Mm. Um, but pe- or do people like run into like oh like run into bad neighborhoods like when Six Nine ran into O Block and be like, hey, no, 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 me. because it won't work. Okay. If you do it on purpose, it won't work. Okay. And the other thing about it is like, but it's uh, like you could argue that if you get into a, you live in a tra- you move into a trailer park, you get into a relationship with the man at the trailer yeah, next yeah. door. You're yeah. inviting trauma into your own life. Trauma yeah, exactly. Will come in exactly. That way. <laughs> but um, anyways, she like at one point she can like build people into monsters. So she'll like ma- paralyze people and then like graft their skin onto like monsters and make them like living monsters that kill people. And like one time she cuts this dude open and like stretches all his nerve endings to like cover the floor of this entire building. So that when his friends come to save him, they're like stomping all over his nerve endings the whole time. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, there's all these crazy powers, all these cool things. My question to you is what would you want crazy good powers? Or would you just be like content to just be like, yo, I'll just be like less powerful and just like the thing is have like you know, weak fireballs or whatever. As my homies down in Texas know, there are wolves and there are sheep. Mm-hmm. And then there's the shepherd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard that the metaphor before? No. <laughs> it's any guy who's justifying like like in their head that they're gonna stop a mass shooting and that's why they need to own like uh-huh. fifty assault rifles is they think they're the shepherd protecting the wolves from the sheep. And the sheep are the people who don't take the superpowers. And the wolves are the people with trauma, as I've previously mentioned. People with trauma are wolves. And, and, and then who's the, the sh- I'm the shepherd who also takes the power for the same reason. <laughs> but I'm different. But I'm different. I'm a good guy. I'm, I'm not a wolf. Dude, I'm not a wolf. I'm a shepherd. That my follow-up question. Would you be a hero or a villain? I obviously think I'm a hero. But I'm clearly a villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I so think I'm Gryffindor, and, and, and like the cool, but I'm so definitely. The cool Slytherin. thing about this world is there are people without powers, obviously, because you gotta hit like traumatic events. There's just like, dude, like, comfort, like I have my one buddy Corey. He's the man, but he's also like has a very happy life, and he's like yeah. always happy go lucky because his life is awesome, right? Yeah, and it's like. He's just chilling at all. He's just chilling in the desert. Like that's where he lives because he's cool living in yeah. the desert. Yeah. And then meanwhile, like we're in the city and we're just miserable. And I like I can like shoot fucking worms out of my finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like exactly. fucking Corey can't shoot no worms out of his well, fingers. Well, some people have a traumatic event and then don't get the powers too, which is fucked up. But anyways, my Man, point was like that's like the one silver lining. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're like seeing your like. Your par- your like parents get killed in front of you, and you're like, well, at least I'll get to be Batman. And then it's like, no, you're just still a normal dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In yeah. our world, that's how it works. You see your parents die, you don't get to be Batman. That's my argument against superhero movies. It's basically the same argument for uh, like why people don't like there's no nudity in gay superhero education movies. in school at all. Is I'm like, I don't want my kids learning about superheroes. I don't want them to think they're gonna be saved from trauma. 
Like, I don't want my children to yeah. learn about anything. You're not just going to get powers. Yeah, yeah. You're it not is. just going to get superpowers. Yeah. It would be cool. It would be cool if more of it was like, you get powers by working really, really hard. <laughs> At every... <laughs> just nose to the... <laughs> yeah. I, I bet there is comic books like that in China. I guarantee oh, yeah, it. Yeah. I, was, I would love... <laughs> like, just yeah. like, if you get superpowers by... Giving it up to the <laughs> the yeah. Communist Party. If I, well, I always thought like with Captain hard. America. This is, and I don't even like superheroes. So, but with Captain America, you know, he gets he like wakes. They open, the, close the capsule, open the capsule. He's yeah. buff. It would have been cool if like he still had no f- handles or coordination, and like, and Tommy Lee Jones was just immediately like, "Yeah, son, you dumbass, you got to work for those." And he still had to like go through boot. Like he was just now the most jacked limp dick kid that ever went through boot camp but like he literally didn't know how to like like that kid didn't learn how to dribble a basketball just because he went into that machine yeah. you know you know like he had no he didn't know how to throw a football or baseball whatever sport he's you know. just like all of a sudden ripped and knows yeah. how to use it he but he yeah but if he didn't know how to use it and he'd had to train for that first act of yeah. like just being like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, like learning how yeah. to just actually yeah. hold a gun yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. Or, i yeah. mean a shield yeah like oh this is scary <laughs> <laughs> this, this sign is yeah uh so have you ever shot a gun yeah dude. It's crazy you go to like other it's countries, so no one shot a gun. And you're yeah. just like <laughs> <laughs> That's why I we're will take winning, dude. <laughs> Thank and you're like <laughs> It's so sad. And and then they're like, Well, you guys all like guns. It's like, Well, you've never even shot one. Yeah, so, you have no idea what it's like. You go out and look you go out in a in a clearing. Yeah. Ooh, shoot some cans, dude. Shoot some cans, shoot some trees. Shoot some fucking jars of shit. Yeah. That's the best, dude. I love shooting guns. They're fun. Yeah. I don't like shooting people. There's a shooter. There, yeah, that's not cool. No, no. That's no. fucking lame. It's guns are scary. I will say that that's kind of what's fun about them, though, guys. You have to understand. Dude, if you shoot people with guns. Yeah. No, it's that's the, lame. That's the lamest you could do. <laughs> Dude, it's that's so lame. lame. It is really lame. It's, it's You just, like, grab some guns and go to a shoot freaking people, yeah. a, if you a kill, mall. If you kill people with your bare hands. That's pretty. That's, I mean, well, that's if at least they cooler. know what's coming. That's at least cooler. If they know what's coming. It's a fair-ish <laughs> fight. Obviously, yeah. art of war. You don't you don't yeah, yeah. go into a fight equal. Imagine you gotta. It's but it's got to be fair-ish. Imagine just one guy going into like yeah a suburban <laughs> mall and right in the center he starts with like the Dragon Ball Z Hamekame suit. So you have some warm up time. You have like thirteen yeah. seconds to run. Amekame, <laughs> and then he just starts playing with people and anyone in his path. And it's at that point if you stayed. <laughs> You stayed the 15 seconds. You could have gotten out of there. Just beats if, everyone to death. If that guy got the record for most kills. Because <laughs> everyone's guy just beat, like, oh. <laughs> every, if that, and people would try and fight him back. People would think, more people would think, <laughs> yeah. that, and then he just still killed him. <laughs> he had the most kills. <laughs> and and it's just and it's because people kept circling up and being like fight 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 <laughs> and he would just turn around and grab the next oh yeah and he used fight. others or like he yeah boom, boom. he like he somehow did a kick that like hit three heads <laughs> yeah, at once three heads Everyone's the, like, oh that would unarguably be cooler <laughs> that, that's so much cooler than every other mass shooting yeah that's any, so any not cool dude yeah you're lame bro if yeah you, if you're a mass shooter. Yeah, no, it's You're hard to cool think. All, yeah, dude. exactly. I'm I'm trying to go out with what's what's the coolest shooting? Selena. <laughs> <laughs> cut that, cut that. I think that was <laughs> uh, 
Uh, good stuff, dude. Um, so McKinley was a ass- shot. He was assassinated <laughs> yeah, yeah. at the the nineteen oh three World's Fair in Buffalo or Rochester, and uh, he's given a speech. And one of the inventions at the nineteen oh three World's Fair is a metal detector and or an X ray machine. No. <coughs> I might be getting my facts wrong, but I'm going to keep it in. Yeah, just keep going. And uh, they're like, well, we don't want to use it because we don't know how it'll work. But they would have found the bullet had they used. Uh, one was that it was he was an x-ray machine. It was a metal detector, and he was on a metal bed. The frame was metal, so the whole bed went off on the metal detector because like the bed frame was metal. Uh, okay, so... He died. How did he die? He got shot during a speech by... a. This, this Polish anarchist named Leon Skolgitz. No, so it's weird that I know that fact. <laughs> yeah. It's weird that I know that much of the fact, but I, I don't know the rest. And then what? The bullet was just like chilling for a long time. Yeah, it was like a shot that today no everyone would survive. And it was like, like it just, but it stayed in the, They couldn't find How it. How long so was it in him? I think he died like two or three days later because uh, okay. they didn't get it out. I thought, I was thinking like years later. But it was like the president. But I, I don't know. Presidents seemed to get shot a lot back then. Yeah, I think people, I think that's what it was, was people were saying, like, in 1863, no, 1865, I don't know, some shit like that. Every 20 years, someone's getting shot. Dude, it's like, it's, people are always like, it's the most contentious time in politics. And then the the, yeah, no the, cl- the obvious one, people are always like the Civil War. And I'm like, you don't even have to do that. Literally, like, any other decade in American history, yeah. senators were, like, fighting, yeah. you know, people were getting shot, people yeah. were getting, like, obviously bribed we have presidents that no. obviously bought their presidency yeah there wasn't any on film <laughs> you know who hosted the first parties the very first party where actually a republican and democrat congressmen came together and like had a good time it was pretty recent it wasn't until like the late 90s like chill chill vibes it was like a chill vibe <laughs> democrats <laughs> republicans chilling having a good time Yeah, just kick it back yeah you know who hosted that party who jeffrey epstein Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this real? That's no, a joke. Oh, I was yeah. just doing. It. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, wow. <laughs> those are chill vibes, dude." <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That would not that be crazy? <laughs> they never got along. I mean, like, that is one of the things. That, that, no, that, that's a neutral. That is one of the things that is unifying the two parties. That's a neutral good, I guess. If, yeah, yeah. If, if what if Congress had never once came together? Yeah, that's if, the only thing conservatives and are Democrat, happy yeah. Bill Clinton's ever done. They, they were like, thanks, that. Bill. <laughs> we needed that guy gone, too. Oh, man. It would be cool to have, like, uh, yeah, they have their sex parties. Imagine going to, like, the the best sex party in West Virginia. It's scary. <laughs> whatever I'm imagining is scary. But they have them. That's what I mean. Like, Huntington, what, or whatever. Uh, Huntington Beach, California has their fancy rich sex parties. Oh, but you're talking just normal sex parties, not Epstein sex parties. No, I'm talking about like, like the West Virginia sphere of influence. Like, there's shittier spheres of influence. Like Epstein was the top sphere of influence. Oh, I see what you mean. Like he was for world leaders. What about like county politicians? Like that are like the CIA guys who are like the low tier 
like honey that, trappers. Yeah, there's the low tier <laughs> honey potters too. Yeah. Like I'm an FBI. Yeah, they're, they're a CIA. Like I literally can't think of a town but... in West Virginia that's out. No, there's Wheeling, West Virginia. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't Wheeling, know Wheeling, West Virginia. So that's a town of forty thousand people, <laughs> and it's like I'm the I'm the Epstein of Wheeling, West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, Come to my creep. little island. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little island, Wheeling Island. His island is just like it's he yeah. Made well, a boat. It's literally the got a backhoe and dug a moat. Well, it's the like, I think the Ohio or the Wabash River there, and the Ohio River. I know. Oh, I hate pod. The only thing I hate about podcasts is when people get their facts wrong. And here I am spouting <laughs> all these facts I don't gonna, know. I don't fucking know. Like a dog at it, dude. I know. Clear. This one tons is tons of bad facts. This this is some bad facts, <laughs> dude. Some I'm proud fact. of you. But anyway, Wheeling is on the border of West Virginia and Ohio, and there's. Like most of the town is like on a river, is an island on a river. Those oh. I, have you ever been to an island river town? No. <laughs> I mean, it's a very small space. <laughs> I very imagine weird. it's a very uh, weird I, thing. I, I imagine. They're, I think they thrived in the 1800s. It was like yeah. good for defenses then. Well, yeah. even like Paris and uh, Paris is like, and I think even Paris for sure is like. There's two small islands in Paris because it's the Seine is the river through Paris. Yeah, and then there's two little islands, and that used to be Paris. Paris used to just be the islands, and then it just grew. I mean, like when it was founded two thousand years ago, type shit. It was just two small islands on a river. But you go to these river towns currently that aren't Paris, and they're just the trashiest. No dense, way, dude. Is Pittsburgh dense. considered a river town? Because Pittsburgh's Pits- sick. Pittsburgh is a sick ass river town, but it's not an assist- specific. So the same. River, I will say this: one of the it's rivers in Pittsburgh thriving. is. A, I love Pittsburgh. It's sick. I'm into river. We could go one step above is river towns. Ooh, okay. Dude, oh, man, we did not. One, we, we should have went to Cairo together. That is the shittiest river town in America. Where is it? It's on the very southern tip of Illinois, and it's important because it's where the Illinois and Wabash River, which becomes the Ohio River, I think. That's where they meet. Yeah, and it's like. It's like right out there. And it used to be a town of like 50,000, and now it's a town of like 5,000. Yeah, uh, Rockies have that kind of stuff. Yeah, like old mining towns. Butte, Montana, which was one of the coolest towns I've ever been to, is exactly that. Turns out, when like my great 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 grandpa lived in Butte in the eighteen seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it was like a bigger town then, and (laughs) but and it was like there was a red light. It was had legal prostitution up to like nineteen eighty, which was crazy. They had like the only like real red light district in America. And it was like, and it was big, and it was a lot of Chinese prostitutes, which is interesting to me. There's a huge Chinese population we used to be there, and now, now there's like no one there. It's just all weird hill people, you know. <laughs> I wonder. Probably not. Probably not in a good way. There's actually a comic in Chicago from Butte. He's a good kid. He's pretty new. Uh, Butte, Butte, where? Where is this? Montana. Butte, Montana. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking Crested Butte. That's probably a nicer place it's a ski town yeah ski town we'll call it crusty butt crusty butt <laughs> hit the powder hit the snow what hitting the snow this year um back home yeah i think they're having a pretty good year mm. i think they're having a pretty good year have you skied in the midwest snowboarded in the no midwest? i was going to this year but i have only yeah. done it here and i've done it like twice i've i my grandma has a hill that i've I would snowboard down. That was doesn't. Count. I did that a lot, but it doesn't also count. Dude, we should go there and set up an urban rail. Just freaking. I mean, it's fun. It's like a hundred feet. Sick grinds, dude. I mean, it's some cool shit. It's like a hundred foot, yeah, plus pill, and you just dude, go you down it do all that. day. You, you know? can do that. But uh, 
I did learn that like these are some of the worst. Like the Wisconsin hills are are like really bad because when you have uh, all fake snow, it just freezes all the time, you yeah. know. And it's like almost all fake snow, so it's just just icy. It's just so it is like the ice. It's like the hardest. Pl- it's like is harder in some ways, even though it's way less stakes. Steep. Cool. It's oh like, well, they probably have some good parks. I'll hit some jumps. They're fun. You should definitely do it. I can't. I can't ski or snowboard, and that's a dude, thing I'll in life that I'm past. I feel like I'll teach you. I mean, I. All right, baby boy. Is it worth the injury? Would Come I get to injured? Daddy's wing. Don't, are you worried about getting hurt? Me? Yeah, I'm worried about you. I w- I won't get hurt. I like that. I'm too good. Have you been to Wisconsin? Like as a Person. in general? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played shows there. Oh yeah, that's cool. Where where uh where have you gone for your music? Like all over, dude. Yeah. All over. All over the place. All over dude. the lower Canada. We don't do much much of the south. Mm-hmm. Um, because they have real black blues musicians there. Uh, no, there's probably nowhere. There's probably yeah. There's very few of far. Between. It's just, it's like I mean uh, maybe we will, I'll but it's one of those things where like when you have a, like a touring schedule, you usually just repeat that tour every. N- no. I mean, kind of, but it also becomes a thing of, like, you go on, like, loops because you'll go on, like, a five-year loop in one area and then mm-hmm. kind of move down to another area. Because there is something to, like, you need to be, a, you know, the yeah. six-month rule yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Be back places, and you want to do that, but you're also trying to go to new places and new markets and stuff. So you just kind of wind up, like, mm-hmm. if you see the in picture, I think of it as, like, kind of loops. Yeah. Like concentric circles i'm into it yeah that's cool who are you voting for mayor you voting for mayor no are you registered to vote in chicago no colorado bro cool yeah mayoral election four years ago it's interesting who are you gonna vote for it's weird that i asked this and this is gonna come out months after this uh who are you gonna vote but i'm not gonna (laughs) i might not say (laughs) who are you gonna vote for and then bleep it out you don't even know. I don't know who they are at all. <laughs> I, I was just going to go. It's super oh, contentious no over on. All right. I'll put it out there. Why is it contentious? I'm not educated. Can you that, just tell me point. why it's contentious? Yeah, well, uh, so, yeah, I'll get to it. I'll say, yeah. So, I'm going to vote probably on Tuesday for Chuy Garcia. And he is a guy who ran against Rahm Emanuel 2015 when I first moved back to Chicago. And he just barely lost. And he was viewed as a super progressive outsider candidate to Rahm, who's like the ultimate establishment Democrat. Like that was his strength was that he was like the ultimate establishment mm-hmm. Democrat. And, uh, and then Chewy barely lost. And then Laquan McDonald happened. And then Rahm basically was like, never going to w- win again. Rahm's political career took a big left turn. Cause he did. He covered up, he covered up the footage of, uh, Laquan McDonald getting shot by police 16 times. Ooh. Jason Van Dyke is who shot him. Can't do that. And he co- he like did a pay off, he paid that. off the family and kept it hidden so that he could like it could not be brought. It was like right at election time. And it's like yeah, Can't do it's that. crazy. Yeah, and it's like Can't all these people's careers have ended, and that's why Lori Lightfoot like, arguably got elected, and now Lori Lightfoot like no one likes her. Yeah, yeah. And she sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she does. I mean, that's like that's a very easy stance. You could be the furthest on any side of the political spectrum, and you know, like it's crazy that like across America, she's like this punching bag for the right wing p- people, and then in Chicago, all the progressive people are like, 
she raised the bridges, you know. And I don't even know if she raised the bridges, but what does that mean? So during the George Floyd protests, everyone went downtown and protested in the loop and then they raised the bridges and then said everyone and then like the CTA wasn't running and they're like, You gotta you everyone's gotta be out of the loop or everyone can get arrested kind yeah. of thing. And then people couldn't physically leave the loop because the bridges were up, so it's like the river is there, so you couldn't, but they you can raise all the bridges so barges can go down. So oh, it's like, a, yeah, yeah, you know, they, they, like in, in Blues Brothers, they drive up the bridge. So they just like trapped us. They trapped, trapped them, them, dude. Right away, yeah, 100%. They trapped the people? They trapped the people. The people's protest, they trapped them? They trapped them. And not <sighs> not the fun kind of traps. Dude, that's not cool. The ones at all. I go out strolling Not tickle for. traps. Not tickle traps. No one, no Not one the traps I go driving out at tickle night. Tickle traps? For. Dude, the other day. But so let me. I'll sorry, just let me finish, finish your this thing point. And then, well, yeah, this will take. Give me a minute. Yeah, you got a pen? No, do you have uh, one? I don't know. Who knows? Yes, Doesn't I do. Matter. It's that right. What, you can lean in, but it's that. Okay, continue. Continue. So yeah, so 2019 comes around. Uh, the 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 heavyweights are Preckwinkle and Daly's brother. Daly is the establishment mayor. Do you even do you know who Daly is? Have you heard that name before? No. Uh, uh, no? I'm, no? I'm just curious. No, okay, no, okay. No. Uh, so the dad, Daly, was the mayor of Chicago for a number of years in the 50s and 60s into the 70s. Uh, and he was like one of these machine-type mayors, like these old-school 1900s politics of like they ran everything. Mayor Daly like arguably fixed the election, so JFK Jr., or no, okay. sorry, JFK. What am I thinking? JFK could win. That's like a very thought, like put out there thing that at okay. the Democratic so he's convention. Like a, he's a he's a no jokes. He's like a no jokes. He's like one of the most famous corrupt but windy mayor. city politicians. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his son, Mayor Daly, Richard M. Daly. J. Daly's the dad. M. Daly's the son. Was mayor from like the nineties to like twenty eleven. What he's the oh so he's like the there's a there's governors in Louisiana that are similar. Oh yeah, it's this like this like one guy, the guy who built the bridge. I can't remember his name, mm -hmm. but it's like generations. Huey P. Of, Newton, uh, the Baton Rouge Bridge. Huey P. Long. Huey P. Yeah, Long. Long yeah, the Huey Longs. P. Newton's the Black Panther. I guy. think it's the Long guys. I think it's them. They're like they did a whole bunch of crazy mm -hmm. stuff like in order, and they're like still yeah. have kids no, in 100%. politics. So here's stuff. one of the things Rich one of Richard Day Daly's most controversial things that I bring up at Taylor Street a lot is he put University of Illinois Chicago in Little Italy which like took up a ton of Italian residents. Like he kicked out a ton of Italian people so he could put the university there. He intentionally put the 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 interstate was supposed to be on Ashland. It was supposed to just be up and down Ashland. Mm -hmm. And he brought it to uh I think it's Wentworth 200 West, which is where it is now because it's not a street. It's just the express. Dan Ryan is. And yeah. so that it could separate Bridgeport, the, his Irish neighborhood from the black neighborhood of Bronzeville. So the inner and this is every city did that. They put their interstate. They literally like jerry rigged their interstate so it could separate black and white neighborhoods. Like every city in America you ever go to, it's like you cross the interstate. It's like night and day. New Orleans is the worst example because I think it's Claiborne where they have uh they have the interstate and then it's like a road underneath, but that used to be the main strip for uh, black business and like mm -hmm. black commercial enterprise. So like people would like go to that. It'd be like going to Broadway in you know, New York, yeah, it's like yeah. the main street. So they just built the interstate. And so, but it's still recent enough. That was only in the fifties and sixties into like the seventies that like, you know, the grandparents were kids when that was a thing. So like they, they remember, so the parties are still there. 
so like there's this like so there's still like celebrations under the interstate yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and uh in oakland there was another one where it was like it's i forget there's an interstate right through but it's like night and day of just like oh wow you clearly put this here to like section off black neighborhoods. so daily did that too here the sun ran it from the 90s and 2000s he's super controversial he did a bunch of things that like actually made the city a lot better like the city looks a lot nicer because of him but he also did this thing where he he was really trying to get the olympics here and yeah. he sold the parking lots everyone talks about the, the parking the parking meters and so he's like okay we'll get a bill i think it was like they get a billion dollars up front our city and 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 in return all the parking meter money goes to this private company of which the daily who that guy <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. gets paid from still he's now a lawyer yeah, there yeah. So it's like some really crazy shit. Uh-huh. And like, so he's because of that, like our city is we like already have lost like 20 billion dollars off that. Yeah, yeah. So he did a bunch of shitty, shady stuff, too. His dad was super corrupt. Uh, and then Emmanuel comes in. Emmanuel helped Barack Obama get elected. He was super corporate. Who's that? Emmanuel what? Rahm Emanuel. He was the mayor of Chicago from 2011. To and he's cool. So wh- He's not cool. He's, he's not cool. I, I have he's no bad. opinion. I can't give an opinion on okay. him. Okay. You're not allowed to give an opinion on him. Exactly. So he's okay. bad because okay. of he covered up the Laquan McDonald But shooter. then why is he not bad? Because he probably was an effective, as an effective mayor in terms of keep the economy growing okay. and things okay. like that and don't like... Is he a conservative mayor? Uh... uh He's a Democrat establishment. He's about as established. Okay. Do we ever have conservative mayors in we, Chicago? We, we won't have one again. Okay. Yeah. So it's basically either established Democrats. Or like a progressive Democrat. Or a progressive. De- so yeah. we want progressive Democrats. Mo- some of the time. Because now we Sometime. had one with Lori Lightfoot. And, she, and she's buck wild. And she's fucking up left and right. Was she, was she just buck wild? What, what's, what's wrong? What's she just doesn't. I mean, I mean granted, I want to say with between COVID and she got george floyd screwed those are the two very hard times to run a city in america yeah the police you know that whole summer thing and it's a thing of i think a lot of mayors are going to have to you know kind of some of step up their game either step up their game or cycle out uh she has no friends that's where i'm at now and at one point it was kind of cool that like the cops didn't like her, and then the you know. The, but now the, it's the like BLM dude, nobody groups, likes you. But it's like it's now it's like, dude, no one's still no one likes you. <laughs> and it's like you need some people to like you, and I mean, granted. So so the guy you like now is he a progressive or an established? Which is interesting, is he's moved from progressive to establishment in the eight years. Of, oh. But I'm okay with. So here's the pro and con. So the, why I'm voting Chewy, there's a there's a progressive guy. And who's the other guy? So there's Lori could run for re-election she's running for re-election yeah but she ain't she ain't winning nothing who knows so and then let me go let me let me just finish the last run okay so the last one and because this all connects to this is actually i'm into it what's sad is that this is going to come out so much yes so much after it doesn't matter but 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 this is to there's going to be a runoff that that we're we're just here doing a podcast we're just here doing Mm -hmm. jokes hanging out this is to prove it see we're not trying to affect an election i'm still kind of into this too and i'm saying we're talking about it but we're not trying to affect an election we're not trying to have people listen oh, and, and take into account what we're saying as like reasons why they should do things. Yeah. Just, I just want to establish that right now. We're proving that right here. You're talking about a Chicago election <laughs> that you care about months later. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so 
2019. So anyway, Emmanuel, he's not going to run for re-election in 2019, 2018. No, 2019, my mistake. Uh, the end of 20, it's like literally four years ago now. I'm about a year into stand-up comedy. Most of my friends in stand-up comedy that first year were also people from Chicago mm-hmm. because that's what we bonded over. Uh-huh. And so most of my friends, almost all my friends were from Chicago going into that election cycle. Which, but in that election cycle, you had Preckwinkle, who was super establishment in county, uh, county politics. And there's some really corrupt people we don't need to bring up. But she was very close to them. Okay. Uh, so established. Super established. Uh, and then there's, the, she was she was a heavyweight, and then Daly's uh, brother was a heavyweight because he's like, I mean, he's fat. <laughs> exactly. No, it's just a thing of like, it's a weird thing too of like, it's a weird thing. The Daily Machine is so interesting because it's like it's so corrupt and it rolls over. It does rolls over people. What like is there's the weird, Daily Machine? Just like how corrupt it politics in Chicago were under these dailies, <laughs> where it's like literally <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they would get their family and friends five hundred thousand. And this keeps happening. Where like and it's always they truck just driving like are job. always corrupt. It's always a truck driving job. It's like you drive a truck and, and all you do is just you go drive your truck. You park in some weird lot for eight hours a day and you make like four hundred thousand. And this is like this is how favors get done. Is like I'll give your friend three. I'll give you three jobs that are like four hundred thousand dollars city jobs. Yeah. Where you do jack shit uh-huh. in exchange for this deal being made. This like super the most poly- yeah, powerful. Yeah. Give like two of your kids a job. Exactly. And this is how deals were being done in Chicago. I mean, that's dope. It's do- but the city's I mean, it's running. not dope. The city's, he, the city's doing the city's it. The city's work. The city's yeah. working. That's not cool. But that's my money, lot, dude. Yeah, but flip side, I, I'm glad. At least make him do something. He's soup there. So yeah, exactly. It's a lot of corruption, but arguably, the city. Like I mean, the reason you know why there's so many bicycle paths in Chicago, Daly Jr. Oh, because <laughs> it's like was he was like, a super pro was, bike guy. Because he was like, dude, I'm gonna pay you a hundred. No, he was like into bicycle riding. So now it's a super bike friendly oh. city. So there was like good <laughs> like shit. We got like good like shit the... out of stuff. You know, like oh, there was like good. There is something funny to when someone just like rules. It's like a dictatorship. Of yeah, like a but city it's like if you're into the like... same stuff as your dictator, yeah, yeah. then it's not that bad. Yes. Like if you were into the same stuff as yeah. your dictator, you'd be like, this is pretty dope. Yeah. And there's one other thing just to throw into history that is always fun. The Daily Senior was like the the main perpetrator between behind the biggest race riot in Chicago history the 1919 race riot he was like yeah. guy number th- the second guy <laughs> to yeah, like yeah. really get it going and uh and then like 30 years later he got to be the mayor so it's like <laughs> and it's like a huge blemish on Chicago society cuz it's like everyone was involved and like Ooh. I had family living here in 1919 <laughs> you know what i mean there's a but uh so then, so I, I'm glad Daly didn't win. There's this guy I voted. So what happens is a ton of people run for office mm-hmm. and they all run as Democrats because only Democrats will ever get elected. So that election is... I'm going to run as a freaking... You can run as whatever you want. Patriot, you would dude. be on the same ballot, yeah. but it's going to be... You don't... There isn't only just one Democrat on the ballot. There's 14 Democrats <laughs> and maybe so one Patriot. This, our two-party system has now become... This a, is a different a, way. A, yeah, a, a it's a multi- totally different. Yeah, it's a totally different system. Yeah, it's everyone's the same party. <laughs> yeah, it's basically yeah. Co- like an effective communist. It's a weird ass thing. Yeah, but you get fourteen <laughs> candidates. It's like one yeah. party, but you get fourteen different versions. hundred percent. So, uh, so this is what happens. It's almost better. 
It's kind of yeah. So it's interesting. It is interesting. And then what happens is, it's this is for hopefully sure. Hopefully that's the evolution of. Sorry to interrupt, but hopefully right. that's the evolution of American politics. Is we do become to where it's just like everyone decides to be one party essentially. What's interesting is that, and like, then it's like, well, now we have to subdivide this party, and then we can actually yeah, start dealing yeah, yeah. with it, issues because be yeah. now it's multi-party yeah, system yeah. again. We're all the America. We're all the we're America party. <laughs> that's essentially what's happened in Chicago. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> like, Only a Democrat will win, so they're all Democrats. So now it's like twelve. Different oh, and there parties. is, and there's times like especially in 2019, there were guys who would be Republicans everywhere else running as Democrats. Yeah, I'm like sure. Mike McCarthy, who wasn't actually like the worst guy i'm sure that's what a lot of i'm sure that's what's going to happen in chicago is oh, there's yeah. going to be kidding. people who this time I don't are think essentially anyone. republican yeah it happens and democrat. it happens all the time on other like in wards and in congress levels yeah. uh at this time i don't think there's any mayoral candidate who represents we'll get to it it's going to be paul vallis that's who they all will vote for uh i'll get I want, i'm excited about talking about these mayors so we're gonna dude. it's gonna keep moving along so oh, 2019 yeah, let's do it dude 2019 i'll put the notes away <laughs> we'll get to the we'll finish this take a break and then we'll come back with the second half with all uh all the fun oh, okay. all the fun notes you brought in no 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 yeah. okay, i'm that, excited this about this, this mayoral yeah, stuff this is, too this is yeah, clearly this is a whole episode right yeah, the mayoral yeah. election <laughs> and, I've, and i've done so little research yeah i'm so <laughs> that's what it yeah so 2023 so exactly what you said you dislike exactly we're doing but, it. but this one's specific <laughs> enough that i'm fine with that it's like yeah because even if you're wrong it's like no one gives a shit and that's what this is when i get to 2023 that's going to be the whole point is that i'm seeing i'm seeing why well, I, I have buried the lead so long because we are 20 minutes in but i'm frustrated that i'm seeing people who have lived in chicago less than a year write essays on who i should be voting for for mayor yeah when it's like bro like chill out <laughs> you don't know you don't know it, what's like and it's clearly that's just a personality that we exist today where it's like i'm informed and i want to help other people be informed because i yeah. know not and i'm a person who doesn't have the time to be informed but i know people always trying to inform me are generally much less informed than yeah. i people who make it their personality to inform people are much well they're too busy informing exactly, to get informed to, uh, you got it, bro. I Dude. yeah, hundred percent. Dude, that's why you got two two ears, one mouth, bro. <laughs> Ooh. The problem is you got two ears, one mouth, but two hands. <laughs> so if you're blogging shit, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's equal. And now <laughs> and now you're you're and then you you're on a Things and then you become remember. on a deficit. That's why you should only write with your right hand. Yeah, you can only write if you're a blogger, dude. You only write with your right hand. Is that what we slow down? Slow down on your slow typing. Down, slow down on your typing. You're typing too much. Listen to some shit. <laughs> Listen both ears. Type too with one. Too busy informing. <laughs> yeah. you gotta get informed, buddy. One thumb. Yeah. One thumb. Uh, no, hundred percent. Meanwhile, 2019. I guess it's Zion Williams. The entire mayoral election is paralleled with Zion Williamson's tear through Duke's college circuit. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> it's the same Boom. fucking time. Yeah. Oh my god. When he played like North Carolina's shoes exploded. And like, oh my god, dude. So I think that was literally the same day of the, the election. I think that was election night. I want to say the night Zion's shoes exploded. So nobody gave a shit because they were busy watching Zion. It was just such a like, yo, boy. <laughs> I literally think that was the same night. But uh, so who won in twenty? So in 2019, so what happens is 14 people run, and then uh, the two top vote getters move on to like a, a, a runoff, and runoff. then yeah, and so are that we, we're not at the runoff stage yet, are we? So we no, this will be right decided now? on Tuesday. Okay, okay. Uh, that's we. So when I moved here in 2015, it had already been decided, and it was Emmanuel and Chewy, and I was like, I moved here like. I think the week after the runoff, so it had already yeah. been decided as Emmanuel. 
Uh, and then, or I was still registered. It was, I moved in the same month for sure as the runoff and I was still registered in New York. So I didn't vote in that election. The only election I've never voted in. And that's the thing that people are going to come at you. If I'm, I plan on running for politics and I will be canceled for what I've done in airport bathrooms, but, but no, you won't dude. No, because I'm not the only guy. Because it's 2023, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You're allowed to fuck dudes in airport bathrooms. It's cool. Just don't pay them. As long as well, okay. So see what I mean. Just rip them off. I've been paying. <laughs> just rip them off at the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hire a prostitute like, and then just rip them off. No, 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 no. I gotta be a senator. I gotta be a senator. But they're gonna check it when you vote. And Such I, a <laughs> hilarious out if you ever get in a sting. Be like, no, I was gonna rip them off. <laughs> I was gonna run away. I was not gonna pay this prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have no money in my wallet. <laughs> Check my wallet, bro. Check my wallet, dude. It's just empty. All my credit cards maxed out. <laughs> I have no money. Uh, okay. So, Sorry, I finished my No, but 100%. Dude. 2019, we get the runoff. I've, I've been this weird, I'm 25 type shit. I'm thinking I can meet. And I still think it, I could be. I could meet the mayor. I could meet the mayor. You wanted to meet the mayor? I wanted to help elect the mayor and have him owe me favors. <laughs> the Chicago <laughs> way. I had 25. You wanted to Chicago <laughs> I had 25. You really are from Chicago. <laughs> that like your first dreams of politics were corruption. <laughs> they, they, were, they were like, if I helped the mayor get a, I was saying vote for 2020. You're a skiver, dude. I watched fucking... Uh, uh, Corey. Uh, every time I told you this the other day, but I swear to God, every time I think of you, I think of you like this. <laughs> I, I should, I should calm down on this. Rubbing comment. your hands together. <laughs> Cory Booker ran for president in 2020, and like I was watching him on Breakfast Club, and he's actually, he's a, he's overall a good person. Like he's he's actually like literally saved people's lives. Like have run into, he like literally ran into a burning building, and I think saved a dog once. Like. Crazy shit. Like I think he saved a guy's life once. Similar thing where he like ran and like saved, like had like gave CPR to a guy, and then uh, then he was like, oh, his first rallies for president, where he's like his first kickoff thing. It's it's in the Iowa. It's in Iowa, four hours away, and it's tomorrow. And it's like I bet if I go, <laughs> I will meet him. And I'll be at his first rally, and maybe I can work my way up. Wiggle your way. Get my little fingers in the, in the campaign. Get your little wiggles in there. Oh, your tendrils. Yeah. Wiggle your way yeah. into his nooks and crannies. Uh, luck, luckily, I, did, I didn't go, and luckily he basically came in last place for the 2020 election. That would have been bummed. Yeah, I love the idea of yeah. you scheming desperately to get into the like get yeah, to yeah. the pocket of a man who doesn't win. <laughs> totally fucking well, it's, all right, well, history will repeat itself with this story. So in mayoral election the year before, Jerry uh, Jerry Joyce is running for mayor. My cousin is helping out with his campaign a little. Like, I think just like handing out flyers. Yeah. He knows him somehow. He's so like, this so, is this when guy. you move back to... I'm, I'm having so much difficulty. Okay, so I live in... The Chicago... Okay, so 2015. <laughs> I, yeah, in 2015, I moved to Chicago, back to Chicago. Yes. Now, four years later, Emmanuel's not running for mayor again. Nice. So it's, anyway, it's open game. It's open season, dude. Why isn't he running again? Because of the Laquan McDonald Oh, because he's bad. Yes, exactly. Okay. And then... Uh, bad boy bad boy and then like there was he was like hoping to run for governor or president he was using chicago mayoral thing as like a stepping stone uh, to governor or president and then uh screwed it and that whole that whole video stopped all of that yeah yeah so so then it was practically the most establishment person 
daily who's like the family of the most establishment person ever yeah. but like it's now 10 years removed from that but it'd be like going back to that machine almost well and he's like definitely gonna be corrupt exactly <laughs> he's definitely gonna be corrupt it's like why we took all the weapons yeah. away from germany the they were like you can't no more armies <laughs> yeah. no more the third is uh fool us twice <laughs> dude <laughs> <laughs> the person, the third is uh, this progressive outsider who was on the police board where they oversaw police corruption. Uh, but so, what well, the farthest progressives criticized her because, well, you're still kind of up working with police when you're but investigating she police, saw corruption. police corruption. As in, like, to make sure it was happening, or <laughs> that's what the progressives will have you be. That's what the progressive, the furthest. But what she was, no, she. Was I mean, isn't like, I think she was literally on the same board that like punished. The people involved, like this, a city for the Laquan McDonald stuff. Yeah. I don't know that specifically, but she was definitely on the police corruption oversight board. Well, because board. The, I think their argument, and it's civilian, not a bad one, is that they're like, they're like, Copa. they're like, our whole thing is that you're not doing enough, and you're the person. No, at the time she was. Enough. No, at this time she was praised. She was. She was viewed as. At this time she was viewed as good as her job, but people would argue. You know, there's like anarchists kind of who oh, are like, this okay. is just shouldn't even be a thing. It yeah, should yeah. just be that there should be no. Police. I'm one of those people. Exactly. So that person was the, but that was the progressive, realistic candidate. There was some woman I'm forgetting up from the West Side, Kenya something, that was another one. But she was more of an outsider. There's always Willie Wilson. Willie Wilson always runs. Do you know Willie Wilson? Willie Wilson? Oh, he's a fun guy. But Lori Lightfoot was the woman I was just speaking. Of. That progressive police oversight board. That was Lori Lightfoot. So she was the third candidate. Okay. It was Preckwinkle Daily Lightfoot. And so of those people, it's probably the best that she won. I voted for Lightfoot in the runoff against Preckwinkle. And I Who's Breckwinkle? Preckwinkle was the woman who was the most current establishment at the time. Okay, okay. She was okay. like in the pocket for sure. In like with the pocket of yeah, Ed Burke like and Michael Madigan. So Michael Madigan is this other Illinois corrupt figure at the state level. So she was in with corrupt. Yeah. The corrupts. Oh yeah. And corruption corrupts, you know. Hundred percent. You can't just be near yeah, I learned I that from video it. games, dude. Video games and anime animated yeah they tell you if someone gets corruption as like a spell you can't you either gotta boom heal them or get away from them because mm. if you're like rubbing elbows with someone who's got corrupt. corruption dude we come corrupt you you gets on your arm and your arms all of a sudden like got crazy cracks in it and you're like oh fuck Damn. corruption ah! and then it <laughs> spreads into you and then ah! and then you become like a full-on monster dude anime's got yeah, a lot of happens. really These good metaphors, metaphors are totally true Killing the game. I saw uh, our, my our comedy friend Kobe Crawford post about a new anime coming out next month. And Which it, one? It is called "My Stepmom's Daughter Is My Ex." <laughs> He's such a little perv. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> such a little funny. horn dog. But anyway, so dude, uh, I told you I'm I'm into all kinds. Kobe of, can be a guest. Kobe can be a guest on our podcast. I don't watch the. Uh, I only watch some the of them Kobe get time. real. They do get. Creepy. It is cool that I have a friend young creepy. enough to be named after Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're weird. It does get creepy. Like, it does get... There are ones where it's, like, literally, like... Where the tendrils get in. and Or it's, like, just children. And you're just like... Yeah. Ah. And, like, the problem is... is I'll like, keep watching, but... Uh. Ah. No, no, the, no the, really the problem is, is that, like... The descriptions are always, like, innocuous... Yeah, yeah. And so it'll be like, guy gets reborn in fantasy world. And I'm like, those are the fantasy, ones I like. Yeah, yeah. I told you that yeah. last time. I like the ones where they're like, 
I was a fat loser in my old life, and now I'm a badass with crazy powers. Like, that's my favorite. Yeah, that's your fantasy. I love that, dude. I love the idea of I'm going to die when I die alone in my bed from a heart attack. Reborn. I just get reborn, and I'm just like, oh, now I'm, like, young and ripped, and I have superpowers. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, dude. And I just, like, beat up a demon lord. That's dope. And then they'll start that way, and then an episode in, he'll, like, find a slave child and free her and then she'll be like big brother and then i'm just like okay moving on to the next trying out the next one like i can't tell you how many animes i get one or two episodes in and then they just start breaking out what it's about yeah because the pilots are always the same when they always reuse the same footage like for like different yeah well and the pilots are always the same the pilots are always the dude dying from being lame and working too hard on his computer and then he's reborn to some hot typing goddess. Typing too fast. Yeah, some hot goddess. Should have typed with one hand. Yeah, one hand, dude. <laughs> you typed with one These hand. These dudes were not one hand typing. They <laughs> were freaking... You typed with one hand, he would have survived. Yeah. Still been a loser, though. He needed to die. Yeah. And they're, like, literally, like, sleeping under their desk and shit. You know, it's, like, crazy. Like, oh, I work too hard. Real estate so hard to find in Tokyo. You got to yeah, sleep and under then, your desk. And then they just die. And then they're reborn. And some hot goddess mm-hmm. is, like... I'm making you reborn to save this world. Or sometimes it's like not even to save this world, just to chill. Dude, you're going to stain your floor. You're such a bad boy, dude. You're such a bad boy. On my carpets, already <laughs> grossly stained. <laughs> what a By bad the way, boy. I've cleaned so much of this off, but I've lived in this room four years, and I've only recently cleaned this door up that my old roommate was mm-hmm. bulimic, and I believe would throw up on this door because like, I think she wouldn't make it to the toilet in time. And she'd like, there was like, there's stains on this door that I'm like, n- 80% sure was vomit from like five years ago. Most of it's gone now. It doesn't look like it. <laughs> we say it doesn't look like most of it's gone. Yeah. Like that right there. Yeah, yeah. Like that's definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely like vomit from like six Yeah, because years it's or. right near the handle too. Yeah, well, that's the so part. So I, I can. Ima- I can I, I'm yeah, sure yeah, exactly. this situation. Yeah, yeah no, me too. It's, I'm she sure got out of bed. Like, I'm freaking doing my. You know, yeah, when, yeah. when Sherlock Holmes like yeah. imagines it, I'm doing that right now. Do, do. Uh, I'm trying to do I'm the beautiful discombobulated it. <laughs> yeah. That's the Hans. I know the score to Sherlock Holmes, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called discombobulated. And I'm, and I'm just going like this, and I'm imagining her. She's running, and she grabs the doorknob, and blah, right? Because your aim, mm-hmm. it, that's from shooting, too. 100%. It's going where you're looking. 100%. So... Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I 100% agree. I like it. And I I have stories for days about that vomit. But but that's also vaguely mean. It, she was, that is sad that she was throwing up like that. Well, it's like I hope she would still watch. If I put this podcast out, I kind of hope she'd watch it. Yeah, but I kind of feel should. like knowing her, she, she, she wouldn't. She wasn't the kind of friend that would actually watch my podcast. Yeah, she's the so, kind of friend so that you, asked me when my next show like, is and then never show. You're up. like you have free reign to make fun of her. <laughs> she did some things where I'm like, you have I have free reign to make fun of her. <laughs> that's a good friend, dude. If you have a friend that you're good enough friends oh, with, well, that you have no, free no, no. reign. That's good. I know. I know. I'm saying like I. I mean, I haven't really seen her much in the past few years, but I. I yeah, it's she, fine. She was a disappointing enough roommate. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Sorry, Lori Lightfoot, dude. So, so, so you voted for her. I voted so for you're Jerry. a pro Lori no, so Lightfoot. The first one. You heard it here first, folks. I voted for Jerry <laughs> Joyce, which I don't necessarily agree with. But so there's this fun metaphor in Chicago, where there's it's a city of uh, 
you you need to build a bridge through the neighbor like na- bridge the neighborhoods together it's yeah. a city of neighborhoods right and uh so it's like how do you keep the neighborhoods pure <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. gotcha wait let me grab my phone and take a gotcha how do you in- how do you, how do you maintain the integrity of the neighborhoods how do you maintain the culture That's, integrity oh yeah, and yeah. fabric of a neighborhood the cultural just the ties and what makes a neighborhood unique and what makes yeah. it indiv- you know and and culturally thriving and how do you do that while also bridging them together and so making pure. the city how it keep, is pure. It's so it's basically how do you how do you keep Pilsen Pilsen? Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. And I then but also make it bridge together with the other south. How do we bridge the south side and north side together, but also maintain how do we develop the south how do we develop south and west side neighborhoods without gentrifying them yeah, completely? Basically, how do we let them keep being a all black neighborhood? How do we but they have money? Exactly. Or there's resource, yeah, proper resources. resources, and we're, we're and, like, and, we're, and we're going. School district, but but I like think schools. even like no, we sh- and I, and and people have different. I told yeah. you about when I taught out of school, 100%. and the kids had to share a pencil. That's messed. I 100. <laughs> my tip. Yeah, I actually had a joke. Had this is one of my first. No, sorry, they had to share erasers, but like all the pencils didn't have erasers. Oh my god. Because they'd all been used to the point of that, and I remember like looking through the whole class and like calling someone, being like, "What's up?" And they're like, "You didn't bring pencils." I was like, "What? I'm a and sub." I imagine this- <laughs> I, oh my god! I imagine they this share is. A razor. And were you a public school sub or like for a charter school system? I was public. I was I was oh, subbing uh, on the south side in a public Chicago school public system. Schools, yeah. Yeah, okay. Shout outs Bonds Elementary. It's a great okay, school. Cool. No, great no, no, teachers. Awesome. Right, great cool. teachers. So, yeah, so Underfunded as hell though. Yeah. So what's crazy about stuff like that, and and I think probably every school district is you see that like somewhere like there's random stuff that does have money like they're not even with i've the taught at school. the schools they yeah. have money i saw it like within i only subbed for like a year mm-hmm. and you see it immediately but it was something like i went to a school that and it definitely did had money it had way more pta type money coming in all the public schools i went to but my aunt who taught in public schools would always get these books like every because it was the same books almost so like i'd get so many books that were just given to another high school and no one would ever use them and then, like, I would take books from, like, Southside All Black High School. It was essentially, like, all my school, like, a big chunk of my school books were, like, books where they would give them by, like, the hundreds to, like, like the Great Gatsby, for example. Uh-huh. Like, that was a book given to another school that just was never going to really use it. Yeah. And, uh... Well, because that's how, like, a lot of It's, like, really poorly, work. misproportionately. They're pro- the that's whole how donations work. wind up working. But these weren't donations. Like, so these weren't donations. This is the city allocating... Oh, and just being dumb about it and, and being, being like, here's yeah, 3,000 w- copies of one book. And exactly. Like, 100%. All right, cool, dude. Like, so those books, they would, like, those schools all got their books. Like, they didn't have to... I, we would have to go to Borders and buy our books. Uh-huh. But those schools had some city grant where their books but were provided. But it was just bad, poorly allocated. Well, it's just like, yeah, it's a thing where it's, yeah, like. They'd it, be like, we'll we'll give you two books this year, but we'll, we're, we're we'll going to give you no, a we'll, million copies of it. Exactly. Exactly yeah. that. Well, that's what I mean. It's like two types of books. It's like, all yeah, right, cool. No, so 100%. I can teach this kid a book. They have to read two books in an entire school year. <laughs> it's no, like yeah, all stuff the books like, No, exactly. Stuff like that. But uh, that's true. I saw that there. By the way, yeah. there is reading like you would and see also, like full bookshelves of these beautiful copies yeah. of a textbook, and it's like no one's teaching that. And what's well, the thing too that like starting and so here's an, and this is all getting back to like Paul Vallis, he's a, he's a front runner right now, and he's the white front runner, and that's so getting back to the neighborhood and the vibe. Is this from then or now? Right now, 
right now. But he, so we're he's on guy, right now. We're over that old election. No, it's back. He ran in 2019, but now he's, he has a chance of winning. He's back. He and was, is he good boy, bad boy? He's the worst to me. Why? So he gutted a lot of the CPS stuff starting in the late 90s and early 2000s when the city had a lot of money because of Daly's corruption. So uh, was he a uh, uh, mayor? He, he used to run the public school systems. Oh, and he was and just he no ran a, Here's who he ran. He ran Chicago for a bunch of years and then ran... I. I it might have been Baton Rouge's from like 05 to 20, like immediately after Katrina. It might have been the whole state of Louisiana, or it might have just been Baton Rouge. It definitely wasn't like New Orleans specific. But Either way, he was not. He didn't uh, kill it. Didn't kill it there. He it he like pulled money out of pension funds for teachers that have like just fucked the CPS forever mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then and then in 2010 through like 2015, end of daily, all of manual. A bunch of the public school system was gutted, so I always forget about that because I. This guy sounds like he's got a little. That's not on Vallis. Dude. That's on Emmanuel and Daly. But Vallis can't never be mayor because he did gut the public school system. He's and got it, a tiny yeah. PP move, dude. And that's his whole thing. He, he and he's the closest to his whole a, thing is gutting school systems. That's his whole career, and then he's uh, he's the most right. His whole thing now is like, Chicago's not safe. We need to address safety. So that's what everyone's talking about now. Even Lightfoot is like, where's the balance between? Like, put, put, we need safety in Chicago, and also we clearly can't have this history of like police black sites, Laquan McDonald. You know, I mean, we Jason could Van have uh, yeah, there's the a Rainbow b- Coalition again, dude. There's a, yeah, there's a middle ground, right? I'd be down for having a Rainbow Coalition, just getting uniting, uh, uniting all the gangs, and just having them run our shit against the federal government. That'd be fun. Just being like, dude, screw the That's establishment. The, the plot of Chirac, which was not yeah. well received. Isn't that a p- essentially what? The Rainbow Coalition was? No. Was like the Rainbow Coalition was Jesse Jackson's, uh, yeah, Jesse Jackson's political movement, which was like, let's bring all the races together, not all the gangs. Oh, I thought there was one that was like a dude who was doing that, like a young kid. Well, there was arguments. assassinated like, him. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we're no, doing no, the thing right. you you're, No, you're we're very close. You you're very close. It's uh, That's the Black Panther. They were Chicago activists at the same time. Interesting enough, Laquan McDonald, Jason Van Dyke shooting, that's keep being referenced, is the point where Jesse Jackson was kicked out of the mainstream current. That's when there was kind of a dividing line. And it was weirdly like I think the Jason Van Dyke shooting of Laquan McDonald where it was like, okay, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson are now this old guard because they want to protest X way. And now Black Lives Matter is this new guard that wants to protest this other way. So I actually marched with Jesse Jackson like five feet away from him at his protest of Jason Van Dyke. Did you touch him? No, but it was like, it was was during my lunch hour and it was right, I worked across the street from City Hall Mm -hmm. and it was literally like, what they were doing was they were marching a casket to represent Laquan McDonald to City Hall. This was immediately, this was like the first week after the shooting yeah. was revealed. This was an immediate protest. And, uh, and, and the, young, the young wave of Black Lives Matter and then that adjacent movement was like, this is our moment to like, this is our time. But they're like, so get out, old man. And yeah. then, but I was, I was like, that's Jesse Jackson. I'm definitely going <laughs> to, yeah. I'm going to join in with this. I'm going to file in. And I was like, I was like, there's only like 20 some people <laughs> marching. And I was like, what of it? I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's really? like I want to say that I got to march with Jesse Jackson. Yeah, that's sick. A, yeah, exactly. The people guy, who, a guy haters. who was there when MLK was assassinated. Yeah, people are such haters. I dude. know. And uh, so anyway, the old dudes. People hate. People <laughs> hate old people, man. Oh, exactly. They fucking hate them. They're so old. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. People just hate old people, dude. 
It's crazy. All right, sorry. Finish your your main thing. So I was back just, to the neighborhood. I was just blown away by you just telling me people were like hating on Jesse Jackson at a protest. He's not like well, they're hating on him protesting. They weren't actually at the protest. But like that was like internet. But you get my point. He's not like considered like, like I mean he's not in that. I main, get that. I mean I I don't know. He's the still world a talking about head on it, TV, but, but like, he's like not. He none of these. Same with Al Sharpton. None of them were like ingrained in any of them. I mean I get it. I'm sure they did some stuff the bad, but it is something where I'm just like, why you got to be hating, dude? It's it's hating. It's like generational hating, hating. and yeah, it's like it's so and it's this thing of like and it's his, this is a common theme throughout society. But like with Ireland, it was like okay, let's fight for freedom, and then people were like, like oh we got all these wins against the british but then people are like no we need our full independence and we're gonna kill all you guys who signed yeah you're cowards for signing a peace treaty so then then not only did they we fight the british we fought ourselves we had a civil war immediately after our revolution and the civil war was just as bloody yeah politics is hard dude yeah it's like you know you you, once you yeah once you kill your enemies you turn on your friends yeah and so, I can't wait for the day to turn. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited, dude. I'm so excited for us to vanquish <laughs> our all of our enemies. And then it's just, only us. And then just, just, just me just and us you. Doing just comedy. <laughs> just strangling each other. Just. Ah! I do like that idea. That would be fun. What are you checking on, dude? Uh, this is going to be a whole podcast. <laughs> just telling this story. Yeah, I know. What, uh, why what am are I we taking at? so long? I think we're at the. I don't know, dude. I've been thinking about this whole time. I'm like, Donovan's really dragging this. <laughs> well, I just I like telling it. I'm excited. Uh, what are we at? I mean, well, let's let we could finish this story. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the neighborhood of neighborhoods that we need to bridge together, maintain the neighborhoods, bridge them together. Yeah, I get yeah. to that because there's a historical divides in Chicago. There's, and I would now say there's four divides. There's the black community, the Hispanic community, the, and this is totally leaving out Asians. And, fa- and the fastest growing group in Chicago is uh, South Asians, Indian people. Uh-huh. And, uh, but white, black, Hispanic, and then new Chicago influence. So people moving to chicago of any race and, and just keeping that as a general okay these those are, are the four groups people. yeah so you have the the white his, like, like historically white group, yeah which i would fall into black, when my family's yeah. been here they all work city jobs yeah yeah the the historical black the historic and now the hispanic community has just grown in the past 40 years that it's equal to those uh-huh. and then of all of that is like gentrifiers essentially yeah, it's like yeah. a new interest almost but it's a real one and that is almost Rahm Emanuel helped yeah. like is it bring it and like you can't deny that they're now so there's four blocks uh the so the white interest is is a it divides you need like they divide like people run against so like Chuy Garcia will have a huge block of the Hispanic vote this time yeah. he's almost he's the only hi- main Hispanic candidate there's no uh, yeah. and, so he's gonna get a, just automatically a huge chunk of the Hispanic vote. Yeah. And that's just how it goes. In 2019, all the old school whites, a lot of them were going to vote for Daly. So Daly was the second place candidate. Yeah. But there was this guy, Jerry Joyce, who that's where I was like, oh, if I met the mayor, he was like going to split the white vote. <laughs> I was like, if I met the mayor, I'll, I could I'll have power. Him on my time, yeah. Team, yeah. So I went to a rat. I went to like an event for him. I got to meet him. Weirdly enough, Muhammad Ali's like granddaughter lives in chicago and, and is like she's there. like a big boxer too and she was there and she i met her and like she's connected to like that guy's campaign and that guy kept daily that guy split daily's vote so daily came in third place and lightfoot so snuck in lose. he made daily lose which i'm very glad for I, as a 
concept, I probably wouldn't have voted for him again because he's kind of wasn't like that that great. He was a good middle of the road guy, which almost every politician in Chicago running for mayor is. Where it's yeah. like we need to find the balance. To, that's really what the question always is. How, this election is all how do we find empower them. police so it's a safer city, but also limit them so they're not killing killing people. killing people <laughs> and uh, murdering murdering civilians so lightfoot came in lightfoot clearly isn't that good she's not effective she's not making friends the city's kind of i mean every city's weaker since covid but chicago chicago's gotten a lot weaker you know downtown is we're losing our, some of our biggest companies uh we've already lost some of our biggest companies if we lose mcdonald's that would be huge is mcdonald's thinking about moving they, they a lot of them floated out there. they float the crime thing out there for sure they keep you know they're like hey it's pretty not chill. Yeah, but it's still like, and it's like, it's a weird city because it's expensive labor but cheap real estate. So there's a weird mix. Yeah. And you get actually, it's like, it's a weird because it's still like a very cosmopolitan business center. You actually still get a lot of good employees. It's a great employee market. Yeah, yeah. But there's other, fa- you know, but then it's like not a great tax. But there's some of the worst taxes for, because it's still a left city, so there's still a lot of taxes. So Texas and Florida will always win there. You know, and a yeah. lot of companies are just moving to Texas and Florida now to have less tax burdens. It yeah. just is what it is. California companies are dealing with it. New York companies are dealing with it. But it's hurting Chicago. Chicago, it's a risk. Yeah. We need a, we need a mayor who could bring business in. Who, uh, we need a mayor who sells Chicago as a world-class city that's cheaper than the other world-class cities, which is what it is. It's the cheapest world-class city in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so... I mean, it's one of the big three, and it's... It's the yeah. Or I mean, it's one of the I guess the big five. No, no, it's it is one of the big three. It is one. It's the third. It, yeah, and it's, pretty substantially, right? Yeah, and I uh, think Houston's getting close though. Houston in population at least. And city proper, Houston will pass Chicago this decade, but in metropolitan area, it won't come close. And oh, because we have huge suburbs. We have the, it's like it's yeah, it's something like the second to like yeah in size. Super huge suburbs, yeah. And uh, but. Uh, yeah, we're way more. I mean, and that's the point. And that's a problem with yeah. the city is like there's all these resources being drained. Taxpayers pay into their suburbs, so it gets drained out of the city. But then they come and work in the city. So that's a whole thing too. Oh yeah, because it's a challenge. I mean, you got to fix the. Yeah, you got to. You know, it's a challenge right now. There's. Yeah. And there's and less money now in downtown because there's less people working downtown. You know, there's yeah. like even just like getting lunch downtown is like you know yeah. way wor- you know. So now that's what the kind of stuff people worry about now. And I really am not educated, but why I'm voting Chewy Garcia. Chewy was ran for 2015. He was voted as a progressive candidate. Then he almost won. Then in uh, meanwhile, he ran for Congress. He's a U.S. congressman, been a U.S. congressman for past several years, like six years or so. Uh, viewed as an effective congressman, you know, did everything right. Mm-hmm. But because he's now like grown in politics and grown his stature, he is now ironically looked at what lightfoot is trying to criticize him as as being an establishment candidate but do you think he's an establishment candidate or it's just because he's been successful it's a little bit of both and he's had a career it's like that's one of the problems when people are like we want someone new it's like so you want someone with no experience exactly that's what you're looking for because an established democrat is going to just be a democrat who's been around a long time exactly I accept and it's only that is on. an argument you can say, but then it's also like I wouldn't call Bernie Sanders an established Democrat exactly. and he's been around. So there is, I guess, ways to keep and like that's definitely how they're throwing him. And but he's a thing too where it's like, but it's also like, 
we also need a guy who is we need business to come back. Yeah, we who's the other like, like it might not Brandon be a bad jo- idea. Brandon to have Johnson is a probably corrupty. <laughs> it's kind of what yeah, right? It's like maybe it's the middle ground. So that's why I'm gonna pick him right now. Who's the other guy? So it's Brandon Johnson's the foreground uh progressive candidate. And he's pro- he's progressive. Everyone's progressive. Every person is saying the every single candidate I've seen is somewhat saying like we need to find the middle ground of getting yeah. a city safer and keeping everyone in free like rights. Do you think he'll be able to bring jabs? Is he a jobs I think Chewy would be better. Brandon Johnson is a guy I don't know his background. I don't know enough about his background. Okay. He hasn't wowed me. I mean, granted, I'm sure he has a lot less money in his campaign, but I haven't seen anything that has personally wowed me. People who pay the most attention to politics Uh generally like him, but also people who have the interest of like, how how can our city survive? Yeah, yeah. Generally like Chewy a lot. So it's a weird... So those two guys, I have no problem with either of those votes. Willie Wilson's a fun guy because he's just this guy who always runs no matter what, and he's just like a, a multi-millionaire. I think he owns like <laughs> a bunch of gas, sta- like a multi-multi. And I think he owns a and ton he of just gas like loves stations. Chicago and always wants to be the mayor. <laughs> exactly, and he's like no chance of winning. He's a guy who during the inflation he was he giving no out ch- free gas. I don't know if you heard about. Yeah, why doesn't free he gas. have a chance of winning? He just never gets more than like five percent. He's just of like crazy. He's kind of crazy. He's like, yeah. I mean, he's like, he's essentially, he's actually essentially Republican. He's like, dude, Trump. he could bring. He's jobs. friends with Trump. He's he like, he's genuinely jobs, friends with dude. Trump. And like, I, I'll, maybe I'll vote for him. He could bring some. He's jobs. a fun. He's like a character all around. So, he's so funny if he just came in and he was like, "We're gonna be a tax haven." <laughs> no, he does. Yeah, he would say some stuff like that. <laughs> he just yeah. like came in and just turned Chicago into like a tax yeah, haven. He's like, we're gonna business. be the yeah, we're gonna be the Florida. Yeah, no. Be the that's Florida like what he wants and i mean cities. he's like he's not like which isn't he, honestly he gives that all it seems like he puts all Chicago. his money into running for election and giving back to the city so as a person i think he sh- deservingly should go down in chicago history with a smile you know yeah uh, he's fun he's fun times he's fun times i like him but, i would love to party of all the presidents, but you mayors, don't think he should win I don't think he should or could, which <laughs> but is the he's best. Fun times. He's fun times. <laughs> uh, Paul Vallis is the one that knew people to Chicago. They like hearing his take on. He's the most hardest. We need crackdown on safety. Why he can't win is he's the guy who fucked over the public school systems, and it seems like uh, the people who want to vote for him don't are people who didn't have. Yeah, exactly. Didn't deal with the public school systems uh, twenty years ago versus today. Stuff like that, and like. Yeah, and like, like don't, don't care or like don't plan on having kids in Chicago. I think a lot uh, of it is that kids, people who are like, I'm either going to move to the suburbs or move out of Chicago in five years. Or I don't plan on having kids at all. Or I don't plan on having kids at all. So fuck that guy, dude. So I'll be voting Chewy on Tuesday. I don't, I, there will for sure be a runoff. And then from there, I don't know. And I don't know who will be in the runoff. So there, there's my Chicago. Chicago mayor. And the whole thing to sum it up, why Chicago. this all brought up, why this all was brought up was that I see so many people who I've known lived in Chicago less than 18 months Trying writing type essays, you, typing with two hands, two hands the whole time. And you know what else? You know, I bet, I bet some of these people put a pencil in their mouth and they use that. Yeah, they're, yeah exactly. They're so busy. They're typing, so greedy. Dude. And then their mouth can't. Yeah, yeah they're so busy typing. Dude, bet, they got to get all those words out. Yeah. in their ears so they can't hear it yeah. all. And they just go, so it doesn't distract them. Yeah. Yeah. Big headphones. Dude, they just dude. blast lo-fi music to, yeah. to write essays by. Typing, dude. <laughs> All they got is type, dude. Type, type, typing. Bing, 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 bing. Oh, man. One of the favorite jokes of the comedy pickup tour was Carmen Christopher in New York getting on stage and going, 
yeah, I couldn't date Carrie from uh, Sex in the City. She'd always be type, type, typing. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah, no one will watch this, so we could just tell other comics. He was nice, so. though. He was a cool guy. Well, he on did the, the ice cream thing where he yeah, just he like, did the grabbed ice cream, ice, that <laughs> yeah, was ordered ice cream from our truck. He yeah. ordered ice cream during his set. <laughs> just got, got ice cream it. and then got ice cream for an Us, audience yeah, member. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, that was awesome. Did he come just the once or did he come twice? He came twice and he asked to come back the second time. Yeah, he was we great. We only had him for the first and he asked he to come back great. the next day. He was and great. the thing is like, he also, I th- well, well no, he was he experienced with it because he did his Amazon thing. Well, he's literally, he's like how I wanted to start doing comedy, that guy. Oh, really? Yeah, because... He's a Chicago guy, he right? Was a Chica- he started doing, like... He's, like, a good... I think he's, like, 10 years older than me. He's, like, almost 8 to 10 years older than me. He's, like, in his late 30s now. But uh, he was doing improv, and it was, like, a group of five people, and they would do it right across the street from the Vic. There was a, a venue on Sheffield, yeah. and Sheffield and Belmont. And every Wednesday, it would be, like... He would kind of be the host, and the other people have all... One is, like... They're all they're all big. One's one of the main writers and guys in uh, I think you should leave. Uh-huh. Uh, Connor O'Malley. Uh-huh. Well, he wasn't in their group, but he was at these shows. John Reynolds, who's like a, I don't know. I don't want to yeah. really get it. Just, just all these dudes who are like crushing it in comedy yeah. now, and uh, and one of my friends, a good friend of mine, and that's that good friend was like twenty, uh-huh. and all these guys were like twenty eight, but that twenty year old was doing the college had the college bump. Uh-huh. So it was all these underage kids would come to the show. It was bring your own bring your own bottle, uh-huh. and we'd all just drink there. And they'd have audiences of like fifty kids, uh-huh. and uh, these shows would be fucking awesome. And uh, and then they all like within two years were on television. And I was like, oh damn, that's what about it. your friend? Nah, he's the only one who wasn't. Yeah, 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 but he's doing his own thing. What he does now is he climbs up on billboards. He'll like place a camera across the street, climb up on a billboard, and do a little TikTok dance on it. <laughs> Some fun positive shit, you know. That's they're always fun sweet, positive dude. songs. This guy's always a, a message of positivity. Yeah, dude, this sounds like a fun dude. And I think he's like bartending or like bar backing at a strip club. <laughs> dude, it sounds like a fun cat. Yeah, he was for sure the guy who like when strip clubs opened, but they had to be COVID testing. Yeah, he, he was would doing always it. he was doing all the COVID tests at the titty bar. Dude, it sounds like a fuck. Shout out homie. John McDonald, good dude. <laughs> sounds like a sweet homie, dude. Yeah, John John. He uh good guy. Anyway, we could call this a whole episode. <laughs> really? <laughs> we went well into whole episode. Territory. What are we at? Over an hour? We're at like an hour twenty probably. Yeah, let's take a break. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't forget to vote. Yeah, vote. Vote. Local elections.